3: Well, there you
4: have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, their new house had ghost cats. Lots of them. Then they found out the disturbing reason
6: why. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed
5: it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your Real Ghost Story with us. We'd love to hear them. Of course, you can also write in at uh, realghoststoriesonline.com. And yeah, if you want access to all the bonus material, listen to the show ad-free. Binge and binge and binge and binge. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, where you can do that, or patreon.com slash stories or ghostpodcast.com. Tony and Carol with you on today's episode of the program. Ghost cats, something I'm a little bit familiar with. Uh, Right. Because I think a
7: lot of people have had a ghost cat experience. It's the ghost cats part. Yeah. You had had an experience with a cat that you had.
5: Yeah. I I remember feeling like that thing jumped up on my bed uh, at the, you know, at nighttime when I'm going to bed every night for several years after it died. And I never thought it was ghostly. I don't know why. I just kind of always thought it was just to my mind. It's such a, a feeling you're used to feeling that little, you know, thing that jumps up on the end of the bed and just sits there. Uh, but I had that for years. And then uh, my parents in that same house, uh, a couple of years ago, after their last cat died, uh, it would, it would, uh, they thought they heard the cat h- h- packing up hairballs and walking around on the uh, linoleum kitchen floor with his claws. You know, there's specific sounds to all of those things. Great. And they would hear it Cat was gone, it was dead. Uh, and then it just kind of went away. I always thought it was disturbing to think about well, this sucks. You still get fur balls in the afterlife.
7: <laughs> and you're still kind of all sounds to make because when a cat pops up fur balls, it almost sounds paranormal. It does. Yes. <laughs> because it's kind of a like it's very extreme. It's yeah. not like
5: <laughs> I know.
7: It's like they're hacking them up.
5: And to be able to, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 for whatever reason, I've had a couple of experiences with ghost
7: cats. And it's such a distinct uh, feeling when they jump up on the bed.
5: Oh, 100%. Let's go to that call and, and hear the story.
8: Hi, my name is Suzanne, and I'm calling about a house that I lived in in Tucker, Georgia, in the 1990s. This house had some very light incidents that happened, and then there were some extreme terrifying, horrifying things that happened in the house. Uh, we saw this in the newspaper and we went to go look at it. It was in our price range which made it appealing and when we went in to look at it, it seems like the house was uh, and, and I would refer to it almost like an entity now but at that time, you know, it was just a house. But it seemed like the house was just showing us its best features, kind of like it knew what we were looking for. There were so many flaws with the house. There were so many things that, in retrospect, should have just been glaring. And we were just totally looking at this house through rose-colored glasses, and it really wasn't even that great of a house, which is, you know, another weird aspect of it. I mean, it was just nothing but, like I said, it was shining on the uh, things that it knew that were important to us. I mean, for instance, that, you know, my husband had his own automotive repair business, you know, but this house had a detached garage that was huge and he could do his side projects in it and for me I was into the country uh decor and stuff and the dining room was you know that way and my husband wanted a fireplace and it had you know a fireplace and it had a you know, they had converted that back porch area into this huge master bathroom, you know, double vanity. My husband was gaga over that. But there were things about the house that were muted down that would have called attention to any prospective person looking at it. Um, and we found out later that it had been for rent for almost a year and nobody would move into it. And I felt kind of stupid uh, later because I've all I'm always been sensitive. I've been sensitive since as long as I can remember having memories. And I know my husband's sensitive. He's had encounters throughout his early adult life, and then he had a very bad experience, and then just shut it down. He didn't want to didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to have discussions about it. Just okay, that it happens, but we're not talking about it. I had a toddler at the time, my firstborn son. And he just hated it. He cried the whole time we were there. He would go to the door, and he would bang on the door, like knocking on the door. And I want to go home. And he would just cry, and he was crying because we looked at it twice. So we ended up moving in, and, and during the process of, you know, getting moved in and getting squared away, my son continued to be unhappy, and he continued to cry. And he was very upset and very distraught. He didn't want to sleep at night. He was constantly at the door, you know, saying that he wanted to leave. And, and I just thought it was change anxiety. Um, but I started to see shadow cats in the house. And I don't, not one shadow cat out of the corner of your eye. And and when I say shadow cats, like ghost animals. But there was just an a ridiculous amount of cats that were, you know, underneath this chair or on the couch, or I would see slinked around the corner. Um, just this went on all day. And it went on the next day. And, you know, I said something to my husband about it. I said, there are ghost cats all over this house. I mean, they're everywhere. There's a lot of them. And he was just like, wow, that's unusual. And he was like, he likes cats, so it just really wasn't offensive to him. But, you know, he, met, he didn't want to talk about it any further. Like two to three years later, um, and many, many things transpiring in the house in between, um, he was in the backyard conversing with the the old lady that lived next door. She had dogs, and we had a dog, and they like to, you know, just, do dog things at the fence, and we both had to, he had to go out to get our dog, um, because he had jumped over into her yard, and, you know, they ended up striking up a conversation, and somehow another, they got into a conversation about the guy who lived in the house before us, and what a horrible person, um, this, this man was. And that he would—he uh, had a boat that he had parked in the driveway, and he would uh, get drunk, and he would get out on his boat. And she believed that he was killing the neighborhood cats uh, because apparently the neighborhood had a lot of cat lovers. Slowly, their cats just started disappearing over a quite rapid bit of time. And my husband is sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, he definitely was killing the cats because they're, you know, they were here when we moved in. That was one of the things that, you know, when we first moved in, I, you know, I noticed right away that there was a lot of spirit animals in the house and then it just progressively got worse. I, my son didn't settle into the house until he was probably two. Um, he was very distraught and so um, he made a friend in air quotes uh, that kind of turned things around for him but there were many many things that went on in the house some very very like I said terrifying things but we lived there for four years and we didn't have a way to I mean we were a young couple we had a you know, a small child and, you know, we just started a business. We didn't have the money to just, you know, pack everything up and find a new place. And, you know, first and last months and all the utility switches. And, you know, my husband just refused to kind of latch on to the idea because he knew it was going to be daunting. He knew it was going to be very, you know, a big burden to move. Um, and until it started, you know, to impact him, you know, it really wasn't going to sway him to move us out of the house. He just knew that I was very sensitive and clearly, you know, our son was also sensitive, um, particularly in his innocence that, you know, as long as it wasn't dangerous that, you know, he just wasn't gonna, we weren't going to up and move our life.
5: Ghost cats. Not wanting to, and move your life? Thoughts on all that?
7: Well, number one, if I had a toddler and we were looking at houses and my toddler was going to the door saying, I want to go home, I want to go home, mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't have moved into that house. That would have been a sign for me. Yeah. But, you know, there might not have been a lot of options <clears throat> to rent a house, so maybe that was it. But, the, but seeing all the cats and then finding out a couple years later that the guy was suspected of killing lots of neighborhood cats. Mm -hmm. Like that's disturbing. You're living in that house where the guy might've been killing cats.
5: It's not a house I think you'd want to stay in. I mean, it's just uh, the energy of that, the thought of that. It's just, yeah.
7: And to see, and for her to actually be like, God, there are cats. Like I'm seeing cats, which is weird anyway. I'm seeing like a lot of them, and then to hear that story, it kind of confirms that that's where all the cats were going. What a freaking creep! Yeah, and you're living in his house, <laughs> like
5: you're in the I cat know, man he house. Killing
7: cats, but he had to have been a, an evil person who just kills cats. Oh, well,
5: exactly. Well, Stephen Avery is one of those people who's done that before. <laughs> uh and, readers, and, yes. and to catch a or to whatever it is, the making a murder. Uh, but I, By the way, uh, I do highly suggest, I know it's a completely different topic, but since we're talking about killing cats, um, there's a, uh, a rebuttal, I guess, to that documentary called, I think it's uh, Convicting a Murderer or something of that nature, uh, that is actually very interesting and really tells the other side of a very one-sided presented tale that Making a Murderer presented. And it really kind of makes you go... Yeah, I don't know too much. I I think there might be something more to the uh, Stephen Avery than... Uh, I think
7: I watched them both because I remember the one. And you were like, oh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, the I'm new sure. one is
5: out on uh, Daily Wire uh, runs that has produced the new one. Um, and, and It
7: might have been a podcast or something. There was yeah. something else I watched or listened to. And then I was like, oh.
5: Yeah, there's, a, there's a whole other side. There was a lot that was edited out of Making a Murderer. Um, like, and you look at it now and you go, oh, that's really shitty filmmaking. Um, the way it was done because they like recontextualized audio from like the police and all sorts of things. So it really uh, made it one way and, and kind of took out a lot of the others. And yeah, I, 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 think Avery's guilty at the end of the day, but, uh, anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting one with all of the cats. I I have two cats right now uh, and I I really don't plan on getting more cats after this because I have a cat allergy and uh, so does my fiance. So it's like, well, we got the cats now. We're good. But I think we're going to stick with dogs. But maybe we'll eventually have two ghost cats running around here for all of eternity. You
7: could. You could. You
5: never know. All right. If you like the show, you want access to all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, the archive of EPP episodes, it's all there for you on Apple Podcasts or patreon.com slash real ghost stories or go to ghostpodcast.com and get in on all of that. It all starts at about uh, four or five bucks a month depending on where you're at or get a yearly subscription and get a huge discount that way. Check it out. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.
3: in
5: that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
9: You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement.